morning and thank you very much for joining today. Um, so we're going to talk from a account development point of view in this podcast. Um, and for those of you that don't know, my name's uh, Jen Parker. I've been with Itabu for just over six years now. And I'm joined today by Hazel Walker. Hello. Hello. Who's our Ops uh, Director in APAC and uh, by Monica Kana. Um, who is our Client Services Director in the UK. Morning. 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 How are you both doing? Really yeah, well. Very well. Yeah, very yeah. well, thank you. Very good. Yeah, good, thank you. What's, we were chatting beforehand about the weather because the UK's got a bit of a heat wave going on, hasn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, we've had sporadic periods of sunshine throughout the summer, but nothing compared to what it's like uh, out there this week. Ooh. It's beautiful, but sunny as well. Yeah. It's around 29 degrees. Yeah. Oh, 29 degrees. That's, that, I know. that's yeah. pretty good. Fun. What, what about for you, Hazel, over in Thailand? Oh, well, I'm in my usual state of affairs, sweating away <laughs> in what feels like 40 degrees heat and 70% humidity. So I'm actually very glad that we don't use video for our podcast because I would get like a dripping wreck. <laughs> I went to my running club this morning. I'm based in Barcelona, as you know. And oh my God, like 20 minutes in, I thought I was going to die and have to be <laughs> rehydrated. I was like, oh, just bright red and um, really struggling. So yeah, it's going to be interesting as the summer progresses, but it's good yeah. to see the, the blue yeah. skies for sure. Um, Okie dokie. Well, what I wanted to do um, was as I said, talk about account development and understand account development from Idaboo's perspective and get under the hood of things a little bit more and mm -hmm. understand the values that uh, that we like to adhere to Idaboo and what's important to us and, and our clients. So I, th I thought I'd start with you, Hazel, um, and yeah. I wanted to understand what does value-led account development mean to you? Mm, well, I think one of the key things is to respect that every single client is unique in some way. And it's being able to assess their individual needs and act accordingly. So if you need to um, listen to what they, they're doing, um, listen to how the markets are reacting for them. But basically, the key thing for me is understanding each and every client's unique needs. Yeah. It's really, yeah, it's really important, isn't it, to understand mm -hmm. them specifically. Mm. What, from your perspective, uh, Monica, what do you, how do you feel about um, value-led account management, what it actually means? Uh, it means creating and capturing mutually meaningful value in every interaction we have with our clients. Account development at Idibo is all about building trustful and transparent relationships and which can only happen if I'm helping my clients solve their business priorities uh, and supporting them in driving maximum value out of my company's product. Also, I feel it's really important that you walk away from situations where you can't contribute distinctive value to your clients. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and just leading on from that, I suppose, and sticking with you, Monica, from a, from a, a helping customer's point of view, how do you go about helping them reach their goals? Yeah, okay. Um, I think in our business, a deep understanding for clients' business is critical if one wants to be considered as a valued partner. When it comes to recruitment software, our joint objective is always to drive maximum value through our software. We achieve that by 
training the clients regularly on maximizing the utility from existing product features and constantly listening to their needs and wants and influencing our product pipelines based on that feedback. Uh, and also, I would say, you know, assisting our clients in taking data-driven decisions by bringing transparency to sourcing based on ROI. So, and, and, and from, uh, can you just explain a little bit more about um, how you would work with ROI or how you would help clients measure ROI? Yeah, I mean, we have various reports that clients can pull on which job board is giving the best return to them, how many applications they've got from each job board so that they can take more informed decisions. Yeah, yeah. And from and, and from your side, Hazel, how do you work in APAC with customers and their goals? Mm, it's uh, it's very similar to Monica in the sense that you first thing you need to do is start asking questions. You know, you need to find out what the what the client would like, and you need to listen to them as well. Then, if you yeah. have a really good understanding of the markets that they're working in. If, if it be the country, because I work across the whole of Asia Pacific and a client in Singapore will work very differently from a client in Australia. You also need to look at sector and yeah. the behavior of our job boards as well. So, for example, if someone's working in um, temp healthcare, that's going to be a very different business model to if they're working in an executive hire. Or if you have, um, you're working with a job board like LinkedIn, for example, their behavior is going to be different to a job board like Seek. So it's understanding the country, the sector, the boards, um, but then also understanding what our clients want to get out of Idibu. Absolutely. And, that's, and it's not only Idibu. This also applies to understanding our clients' preferred workflows. Mm -hmm. You know, having an in-depth knowledge of all of our CRM partners, whether it be Bohorn, Vincherry, RDB. We, we need to know how Idibu fits into the processes of our CRM partners back to front so that we can then advise our clients the, the, the best way they can utilize Idibu to get the most out of all of our packages and plugins to, to help their business. That would be my, my take on that. Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of our clients are using, uh, using Idibu within a CRM. So they're using yeah. the product as, um, I suppose, a, from an iframe, from an integrated perspective. So they, mm. the look and feel, if you like, is within the CRM. So it's, mm. yeah, it's, it's kind of working in partnership, I guess, with, with yeah. those partners. Um, an interesting one for me and something that I, I thought was quite, well, it's relevant, it's relevant at the moment, certainly, is working in a virtual environment. There's been a lot of chat on LinkedIn about working remotely and um, working virtually. And I think it's, we've been doing it for years, you know, Idaboo has been set up in that way, uh, cloud-based yeah. business for a long time. But I think it's an interesting one when it comes to clients and trust and yeah. relationship building. And we've probably found it, I think, in our personal lives, you know, as much as anything, mm -hmm. because we've had to rely on speaking to friends and family on Zoom and keeping more in touch and making sure that we keep connected. So bringing that into the discussion that we're having about account development, how do you, um, back to you, Hazel, build mm -hmm. credibility in a virtual environment? And what pointers would you give to somebody entering into account development 
who's looking to develop long-term relationships with clients? Um, well, from a, from a general perspective, you trust is such a key thing and doing what you say you're going to do as a business, as a developer. And if you can't do it, don't be afraid to say that it's out of your remit. Don't be afraid to recommend somebody else that could possibly do it better than Idabu. So for example, we don't do website integrations. So we would recommend one of our partners, Volcanic, to do a, um, sorry, we do do website integrations. We don't build recruitment build, websites. Yeah. yeah. So what we would do is say, sorry, that's not something Idabu can help you with, but we've got trusted partners in Volcanic. They can do it for you. So don't be scared to say you can't do something but if you can do it, make sure you stick to it and you produce. Um, so that would be like an overall kind of uh, credibility thing. But with regards to the remote side of things, I think, you know, being it's nice being a bit more casual yet professional. And mm. when you put your camera on to be able to give clients, a, you know, hi, hello, quick wave. And it, I found that I've actually probably, to be fair, seen physically like face-to-face -face seen on camera a lot more of my clients and that I would have normally have done if I was in my normal could be traveling to Australia and back etc um also my clients seem to be more relaxed when they're talking with me and they're more open and more more willing to get things done you know it's a very it's a very nice space to be in I think it could be people feel a little bit more comfortable at their kitchen tables with their cat on their lap than in like a stuffy <laughs> broadroom. You know, it could be that the, when you've got your video on, it, it, it's very personal because you literally do see someone's face there. You know, it, it's quite a big screen. So yeah, that, that would be my kind of virtual environment as well as general building credibility for Idabu and uh, ourselves. And interesting uh, on that, because would you say, have you been doing more video uh, chats with clients post lockdown? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's um, before my, my workflow would be uh, every month I would be going to Australia. So mm -hmm. I would be working via email and calling clients to arrange a specific time to go and visit them face to face. Don't get me wrong, there is nothing that can substitute that one-on-one -on -one, relationship with a, uh, a client or your family. It's more that because that isn't accessible at the moment, I'm on the phone much more, making sure everybody is okay. Um, does anybody need any additional training? Um, are they utilizing their job boards? As Monica said about the ROI, that's super important at the moment. Also, we have Seek moving over to the new variable pricing model on the 1st of July. So making sure all of my clients are match fit on that. And it seems to be the natural, uh, excuse the pun, but the natural kind of go-to is to jump on a go-to-meeting or a Zoom mm -hmm. instead, of going, instead of saying, okay, you're free for a quick Zoom. It seems to be much more accessible, much, much more than normal. I know they keep saying the new normal. But yeah, that's still a lot of calls done on, on Zoom. Mm, yeah. How's it for you, Monica? 
Uh, well, sticking to again what Hazel said, uh, there is no substitute to face-to-face -face, uh, meetings. And let's face it, people will always remember a face better than an email address or a phone call. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And But while there is no substitute for in-person interaction, there are a couple of things that, in my view, go, go a long way in fostering deep relationships with our clients. Um, and these are interacting with clients more frequently, gives clients a sense of comfort and confidence that we're going to deliver. Uh, treating each client with empathy, especially when the stakes are mm. down and staying very clear and consistent with your messages to your clients in every interaction. Again, like Hazel said, you know, uh, just walking away, away from situations where we can't add value and sticking to our, our core business and where we feel that, yes, we can contribute um, to the client. Yeah, yeah, this is what Idabu does and we Absolutely. do it well kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting, and it's um. I think that transparency goes a long way in every. Absolutely. I really respect when I've bought something or I'm thinking of buying something, and somebody says, "Yeah, this is not our area of expertise, but this is where you could go, or why don't you consider these options?" Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's really helpful. So, final question from me um, is about kind of tips or things that you've picked up in the AD role that you, again, if somebody was joining the business and they were saying, what are the top tips that you would give mm -hmm. somebody or top things that you think make the AD role particularly good um, from a yeah. client perspective? From, from your side, Monica, what would those be? Um, well, as a key to any good relationship, I feel is a regular communication that's essential. Mm -hmm. Rather than telling clients about a business, uh, I work with them to understand what their needs are. It's important to be consultative and creative and there is no one size fits all. Also, I believe feedback from a client's positive or not is crucial to understanding the business and our role in it. You know, mm -hmm. feedback helps us to improvise a product so that we can find the best solutions for their recruitment needs. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah, great list. And, and Hazel? Ooh. Um, so from a kind of un onboarding perspective, as well as managing the accounts, is one thing to remember when we're speaking with clients or when you're doing training or when you're speaking to a consultant, even though we know Idabu inside out, the client doesn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, when Monica said about having the some empathy to be able to understand where the, the clients coming from and understanding their daily workload, that they want to just be able to click on a button, post their jobs, view their applicants, Bob's your uncle. You know, yeah. and just re remembering who you're speaking with when you're speaking with consultants or managers, whoever it may be. And yeah. um, another thing I try to bear in mind as well um and that is a lot of the time uh, our clients are moving from another platform over to idaboo so they're used to using another third-party provider for posting or for applicant management and we mm -hmm. need to make that transition as seamless as possible yeah by showing similarities but then also kind of emphasizing the the benefits and the time savers and how we're going to make the consultant's day easier by doing the transition over to Idabu. Because we all understand when you take on new technologies, the change management piece can actually be the hardest part of it. It's trying to ensure 
that they see it as an added value, not a complete pain to have to change their daily workflows. So that would be quite a, um, a big one for me, I think, is yeah, yeah, to emphasize with the client and just, mm. just make their lives as easy as possible for their day-to-day. That would be my, my tips and tricks. Yeah, mm. yeah. Great. Well, all very interesting and really good um, tips. And I think there's probably more that a lot more that we could discuss about account development and we might end up doing a part two of this um, as well. But um, but today's been really good. So thank you both for that. Well, um, funny you should say that, Jen. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to. You're just about to run off the call. I'm, I'm, I'm going to actually fire this one back at you. Uh uh-huh. so, um, Just so everybody knows, yeah. um, Jen is our clients ops, head of clients ops. She actually has 13 years recruitment in-house experience and seven years agency experience before we nabbed her over to Idabu. Um, so I'm sure JP has a few top tips of our own so what would be yours JP yeah it's interesting coming into software which was never going to be it was never on the roadmap my kind of career plan to go into software but it's been really interesting for me because having worked um on the other side you know my comfort zone is recruitment and um I'm very familiar with the challenges within recruitment because I've worked in high volume high pressure environments which I loved in many ways um but I wanted a new challenge and a change. Top tip for me would be um, that a relationship with a supplier um, from a client's perspective is always two-way. And what I mean yeah. by that is that if you if 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 we if you expect um, from a supplier the um, the processes and the, and the workflows and the communication to be good um, and to be what what you would be optimum, then I think the client also has a part to play in it. And and what I notice is when I'm working with certain clients that are really forthcoming with this is how ideally we want to work. These are the specific, if they've got a problem, this is specifics of the problem. We can get to the heart of the matter and we can get something um, resolved very, very quickly. Uh, I think um, I think sometimes it's difficult to know um, and we could probably do with doing a blog on this is sometimes from a from a client point of view it's difficult to know what is going to help in a situation because yeah you know and and especially when you have the pressure of uh, it's a highly competitive market you know there's many people out there doing what you're doing probably and so there can be a lot of frustration around technology I think um, when it yeah. doesn't work when it does work Absolutely. it's amazing and let's face it it works a lot of the time but when it doesn't work it can be yeah. kind of a, a major thing so I think always keeping uh, communication two-way build the relationship um, from a supplier and client point of view I think Stephen Covey uh, probably sums up some of the best advice much more than I could um, in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I think two of them that I really, really like is seek the win-win. I think you talked earlier about mutual benefits, um, Monica, and I think that's very much Idaboo. I think Idaboo does that really well. And I think it comes from uh, the co-founder, Stephen Martin. I think they have got a good sense of fairness in the business. They know, uh, they, they are very empathetic towards the client. At the same time, mm-hmm. they're running a business and they don't shy yeah. away from that. They're really transparent and they'll say, look, this is what we can do to try and help. And I think in the pandemic, I was particularly impressed with them because yeah. they had 
real empathy for the clients and we worked with a lot of clients on um helping them through what has been a very tricky time and it's still going mm, on absolutely. uh you know we're not over, we're not over the hill yet but i think i saw in them leadership that i think was you know the, the type of leadership that i really value and mm -hmm. so they're looking at the win-win and i think i feel aligned to that as a business i feel like that is a, a really strong value that the the leaders of the business have and therefore they those that work within Idabu, I think, have as well. Yeah. Another one and you talked about. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just about to say, do you know, um, you mentioned that uh, when when it seems like Idabu isn't working, and mm. while it is, it could be how we've communicated how Idabu mm. should work. You know, I mentioned before about um, when somebody a consultant is not necessarily as, as, you, as you said yourself JP mm -hmm. coming from recruitment you know yeah. it might not be something which you are naturally comfortable with yeah. so it's our, it's our jobs to say look it's okay everything is good you just need to do this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and I think that's it I think it's I mean I put myself I think back to when I used to contact which was regularly um, our mm. IT department, they knew me by name and it was a big corporate business <laughs> and they would, and it was a bit of a running, sometimes I tried to disguise, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's Jen again. Um, and because I, 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 because you don't know what you don't know and sometimes, um, you know, that you, you, you feel like you're asking obvious questions, but it's obvious to them, it's not obvious to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I always 100%. like to, I always think it's, it's really because if you if if a lot of people that are very very strong on IT were to spend five minutes in a recruiter's shoes, they would know how hard that job could be. Yeah. It's whatever you're naturally yeah. good at, um, mm -hmm. and uh, and and but you can develop those skills. I never thought I would really enjoy or be good at dealing with clients and training clients on software, but actually, yes, you know, I think you I think you can because you speak their language because that's what you know, yeah. And, it, yeah. and it can help with understanding. So that's my second one actually. For from, again, Stephen Covey, seek to understand, then be understood. So I think back mm -hmm. to what you were talking about, like the listening, um, active listening, and I could improve on that for sure. Um, because, <laughs> you know, I think I think there's a lot of things like that that I need to improve on where I am really listening to what they're saying, the language they use, the way they say it, the tone of voice. That's where I think Zoom is mm -hmm. very strong for body language, how comfortable they really are with something. Um, yes. And um, picking up on those. I think the other thing that I, two things that I think are um, that it's really important to prepare. Again, I used to be a bit of a fly by the seat of my pants type person in exams and everything last minute. You know, I'd be mm. like, yeah, I'll just cram in 12 hours and then do my exam. Or, or running a marathon. Know, yeah, or running a marathon, <laughs> yeah. And what I realise is, um, yeah, preparation is absolutely key. key. And if you mm -hmm. prepare for a call, if you prepare for... Um, uh, any type of situation uh, with a client it will definitely enhance it so I think yeah. preparation um, things now that I do much more of are things like running reports that maybe they haven't run that I think could add value instead of just pointing out where they are so I'll say actually I've looked at it and this is what I'm seeing from your account um, or being able to identify trends within the market and mm -hmm. uh, and preparing some information that I think would help them 
so yeah, preparation is, is key. And the last one, which I think is quite uh, on an optimistic note, which I, I, I like to, um, you know, certainly be on the, on the glass, glass half full side of things mm. is there's always a solution. Mm, yes. Yeah. There, and there is, you know, there is yeah. as, as dark as, as it seems sometimes with some That's situations. And I think in the pandemic, it's been like that for, you know, it's been really tough. Um, but I think there is always, there is always mm -hmm. a way out. There's always a solution um, with, with, with something. And I think what I do like again about the way that it works um is that the product team will look at something genuinely and mm. say how what how creative can we get with this um mm -hmm. they're not just kind of one size fits all the product mm -hmm. does what it does and they need to keep it clean and they need to keep it effective but that but they're very yeah. open to feedback and they will look at being agile and and delivering and we've got quite a lot of examples that i can think of where clients mm -hmm. have said this is my problem um, just thinking of one that we did last week for a premier group um, yeah. with unread applications. Can you put in a bespoke reporting system so that we can pick those up sooner rather than later? And, and we got that turned around quickly um, for mm -hmm. them. So I think I think that's another another um, important thing to bear in mind in account development. It's there's always a solution. It's just thinking creatively mm -hmm. and it might be that the solution is, you know, this isn't going to work out the way we thought it was or we need to make some major changes or it might just be a tweak yeah. um, to what's going on. But there is a way a, a way of solving something and those it, that is so fun. so satisfying, isn't it? Yeah. When you're you're speaking with a client, they come to you with their ideals you know yeah. i i wish this that that and then you you almost kind of feel your brain working and you think yeah. about how how do we make that happen is it feasible then as jen said you know we go to the product team and say look guys we've had this feedback i personally think it's a great idea having listened yeah. to clients what do you guys think and there's this whole process in the background of idibu which is based on client feedback which contributes to the development of idibu and i yeah i really love that satisfaction of being able to email a client and say oh do you remember you asked us to upload the cv type to bullhorn la 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 we've done it <laughs> you yeah, know it's yeah, it's so yeah. satisfying when you can uh, give back to a client um something that yeah. they actually really need yeah. for their their day-to-day -day. it's it's such a lovely feeling yeah it that's is probably yeah, that's yeah. probably one of the reasons why I do do what I do is that satisfaction of knowing that you've got a happy, happy client. Yeah, yeah. and I think I think it's um it's coming from big corporate environments where change was slow. Not at Boohoo, Boohoo was amazing, but in other businesses and search was amazing in that regard. But in other businesses, it was a lot slower to a, a big process-driven environment. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people um find it refreshing a lot of clients say ah right okay thanks god i didn't expect that to happen um you know this year and uh, <laughs> and, and and it's um and, and i think it's it's a real plus for idibu because we have our competitors some of our competitors are slower to change and mm -hmm. it and, and we have that agility we are able to take it on board and say is this a good change um you know is this something that we can fit into the roadmap and if yeah. it is you know we'll do it and let's we'll, do it yeah. yeah so there is an entrepreneurial mindset that I, th I think this business will never lose because it's kind of in the dna um, yeah and i like it i think it's it's refreshing and it's it's yeah. nice it's nice to 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 have people 
uh, to be able to, as you say, go back to clients and deliver the good news a lot of the time. So it's, yeah. 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 Well, listen, thank you both. And thank you for the thank question. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd throw that one back yeah, at you. Yeah, giving me on my toes. <laughs> yeah, not letting you get away that easily. No, no. <laughs> and um, yeah, thank you both. Really appreciate your, your time today and um, have yeah. a good rest of the week. Thanks for listening to this Itaboo podcast. Itaboo helps you make placements faster. For more information, please visit itaboo.com.